0: Thank you.
1: Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Ruschak. I'm here with special guest, Evelyn Wang. Welcome.
0: Hello. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: You are very welcome. Now, I see that you're hyp- hypnotherapist a hypnotherapist
0: yes. and an
1: NLP coach. Now, for our listeners out there, what does that mean?
0: <laughs> well, first of all, hypnotherapy is actually using hypnosis in a therapeutic setting. So we're utilizing hypnosis, which is a form of trance. And what we, in our industry, we call it more of a deep relaxation. So a lot of people associate hypnosis with trance-like state, as you see in the movies, Mm -hmm. Hollywood movies, with a little watch and and, um, getting into people's mind. And that's not what we do. We actually help someone to learn how to relax. So when someone is in a very relaxed state, your mind is open, you're more of a receptive learning state. And um, then we tap into the deeper part of an individual for change and improvement. Um, And NLP, it stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming, which stands for neural, which is our mind, Mm -hmm. neurology. Mm -hmm. And linguistic is language that we speak, and also language we speak to ourself, which is called self-talk, and the language with this uh, um, we communicate with body language. So, and also programming, which is our behavior, is what we learn through the years. So we are this is um, NLP is just the a study of the relationship between your mind and body, and how we can create change um, to help someone create change to find out how they're speaking to themselves. because i most, we know that our self-talk is not very beneficial to us a lot of times because there's a lot of circular so- thoughts about what could go wrong and the what ifs. So we're utilizing their language, help them to find out how they create their problem and then uh, form a new strategy or help someone learn, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a learned behavior, a new behavior to create change that they want.
1: See, this is perfect because I talk about this a lot, depending on where I'm talking at, but at the same time, if you're telling yourself you can't do something, or you're telling yourself all the negative what ifs, or you're telling yourself, I will never be, or I am not, you're holding yourself back from your true potential.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of times, too, um, people think, well, if I repeat the affirmations, the more I repeat them, then it's going to be embedded in in my neurology and body. However, what happens is when you're saying things to yourself, you forgot the other senses. Sometimes when we're saying things to ourselves, there's an image in our mind. So, you could be saying, I can do this, I can be successful. You can keep repeating that um, mantra to yourself or affirmation to yourself. However, you know, sp- most people don't realize there's an image in your mind, or you may be hearing something, what your mom and dad said something to you. Oh, you're never going to be amount to anything. There's some conversation going on yet you're still repeating the affirmation. So in NLP and the coaching hypnosis, what we wanna do is to incorporate all the senses that they are congruent with each other as you are saying the affirmation, then that will be able to create a permanent change rather than a temporary fix.
1: That is perfect point of view because how many times do we say I can do this and then we don't follow through. Well, why don't we follow through? It's because that negative, where the negative is, that's in the back of our mind that we might not even be aware of mm-hmm. a lot of times is mm-hmm. what we have to get past. Well, until we have someone that says, hey, we need to look deeper, not just I can, but go past the I can to why do you feel that you can't? What mm-hmm. is really holding you back?
0: Right, right. And that's what we're, we want to find out and, and explore the root cause of the issue. You know, a lot of times um, those people remember a very major significant event, but it's not so much that's really way in the past. So a lot of times it's what we learn when we're very young, a very young age, because we learn a lot of things from our primary caretakers you know, typically is our parents. So our parents learn from their parents. So whatever that we learn from our parents, whether it's good or bad, when we're young, we're not, we don't have the, the critical mind to distinguish, oh, mom, you shouldn't talk to me like that because I'm two and I'm gonna remember that <laughs> the rest of my life. So at that point in your life, you're you, you're absorbing everything. You're a sponge, so you're absorbing all the information. You're watching the behavior. You're not really understanding what they're saying, but you're learning about, excuse me, you're learning about, um, I'm sorry.
1: Okay. We live in the digital world. Yes,
0: right? we do. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. I wouldn't stop there we go. Um, let me just turn this off. Excuse me. There we go. Okay. So, where was I?
1: We, we learn from when we're young. We're, we're in a sponge. We pick up everything. How much do we hear when we talk to our pediatricians? Our children, have their critical years before they're six years old. Everything they're gonna learn, basically, all the basics are taught before the age of six. So you're, you're teaching your child, oh, come here and you're talking negative to the child at four, five, six years old, they're gonna pick up that negative behavior versus uh, the hugs, cuddles, and kisses
0: mm-hmm. and
1: teaching them the positive affirmations.
0: Correct, correct. And also uh, promoting their individuality. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times is when I work with um, children, many times is they're repeating what the parents are saying to them. You know, and I know the parents want the best for their kids. So um, m- many times is when they're recommending their children. It's more about the negative, the focus more on the negative rather than the positive. So it's also during that um, learning period, it is very, very important to include more of the positive enforcements rather than negative ones.
1: Exactly. It was like when my daughter was little, she would draw on the walls. What toddler doesn't draw on the wall at some time? It was either the opportunity to yell and scream and punish the child for drawing on the walls, or, okay, she has an autistic gift. It doesn't matter if it's a scribbles or not. You want to nurture their gift. Baby, now listen to mommy. It's not good to draw on the walls. If you want to draw, Hmm. here's a chalkboard, here's a papers, here's the, give the positive where they can do what they're doing, rather than the negative, you don't want to be drawn on the walls because whatever wording verbiage you want to use,
0: right, right, and it's it's replacing a behavior with another one. You know that, and that's what we're doing. What I do with my clients as well is you're doing a behavior for many many years. So what we're doing is we are um, having a replacement behavior. So as we unlearn a old behavior we're learning a new behavior to replace the old one so then that's working better for you
1: right is it's all about finding the positive to that negative
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you can make a negative out of anything well you can make a positive out of any negative you just have to find the way to do it in a constructive manner that actually works
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah because a lot of times you know when we're living life there's a lot of there's all these paradox right there's light and mm-hmm. dark conscious mind and subconscious mind right there's good and bad so the bad and the negatives are there to teach us something there's a message there so whatever message that is is obviously teaching us something to do something different mm-hmm. so it's just feedback of what we can do okay, we made a mistake. So then what do we learn from that? And how are we going to move on? So it's really be able to know how to manage. I mean, of course, a lot of times, we're human beings, we're going to fall back to our regular schedule program, you know, a lot of times, Mm -hmm. but it's more so than not to be more consciously aware of what you're doing.
1: Exactly. It's not we're all humans, we are not robots, we are meant to have feelings, we're Mm -hmm. meant to have emotions, and we're meant Mm -hmm. to make mess ups and mistakes. It Mm -hmm. happens as part of being human. Mm -hmm. Now, we take away the I am human and go, okay, we have to find the right paradox that makes sense, so we can be happy and productive humans.
0: Right, right, because it's, it's like without us, when we learn so many behaviors, we do it so much automatically you don't think about it and for Mm -hmm. example it's it's a a smoking client you know they want to quit smoking but they want to know how to quit well the first thing to know how to quit is to smoke consciously you know rather than unconsciously Mm -hmm. or subconsciously because people are just grabbing that cigarette without even going through the critical mind anymore so by Stop smoking is learning how to be consciously aware. Oh, now I'm about to pick up that cigarette. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? What's going on at that particular moment when I'm reaching for that cigarette? So the more you are consciously aware of what you're doing, Mm -hmm. the more you'll be able to replace that.
1: Right, it can be a cigarette. It could be a food addiction. Mm -hmm. It could be addiction of anything. If you take it from the subconscious, it's five o'clock. So I have to have XYZ because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a time or whatever I do at this particular moment. And we change it to why do I need whatever that addiction is? Is it food? Is it cigarette? Is it something more explicit?
0: Mm-hmm. Why do
1: I need it? Do I need it because my clock says it's five o'clock or is a specific time? Or is it a feeling that I'm having? Mm-hmm. Is it what Is the reason behind you need that item doesn't matter what the item is you have to go through the critical thought process once you take the critical thought process now i don't want that extra snickers bar Mm -hmm. i don't want that cigarette i don't need it because just because it's my normal time to have it i don't physically or mentally need it or want it
0: right right and then at that moment when the person say, I don't want it, then it's like, what do I want instead? Mm-hmm. So each behavior, we're replacing it with another behavior because they have to be doing something right, right. rather than not doing anything. So it, it is about when someone sets a goal or they want to replace a behavior. So consciously they know it, but unconsciously is, or subconsciously, is what they learned before. It does not jive with what they want consciously. Right. So with hypnosis, hypnotherapy and coaching, it's just bridging the conscious and the subconscious mind together. So you're walking the walk, you know, you're 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 doing what you're supposed, you're doing what you're saying you're doing rather than not doing it. And this is the work that I do is to you know, bridge the conscious and the subconscious mind together for permanent change.
1: You see, as it goes back to, are you happy? Is your subconscious and your conscious mind both at peace? Are you actually happy? Are you going through life, just going through the motions? Mm-hmm. You actually need a coach. You need a mentor. You need a professional to make sure the subconscious is lining up with the conscious.
0: Right, right. Because our subconscious mind is very slippery, Mm -hmm. you know, because throughout the day, there's voices that pop up in our mind or memories that pop up. you're not even thinking about it. That's your, the work of the subconscious. Subconscious will uh, present messages or issues that you need to pay attention to, you know, just like um, when I work with people with um, pain management, the body is, is is communicating with the person because Mm -hmm. the subconscious mind can't speak so then it's going to express what it needs to express through the body so that's you know i mean our mind is so powerful that um many of us have not tapped into how powerful it really is
1: exactly you can take if we go through depression depression is not just mental it's physical You have Mm -hmm. physical pain because your subconscious is trying to tell you something. It can't actually tell you. So it manifests itself into physical pain or physical Mm -hmm. exhaustion or something. You have to be able to tap into the subconscious. And 99% of us can't do that alone.
0: Right, right, right. Even, Even us coaches can't do it alone, even though we have the tools. You know, that, that's the reason because of how slippery the subconscious mind can be that you need someone to guide you through the process. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's certain things that, you, that an individual can do. There are people that have such great willpower, mm-hmm. you know, they can set their mind to it and they're ready to go. That's a certain percentage of people, a, a big percentage of people really do need that guidance to help them you know, go over to the, go over the threshold.
1: Right, I'll say the the 1% is the ones that have the strong willpower that no matter the odds against them, they can overcome it. I'll say Mm -hmm. that's 1%. But the vast majority of us, we need coaches. We need mentors. We need people that understand what science tells us about the mind. We need the people that can go back through your memories, get you relaxed and find the moment that caused the anxiety, caused the depression, caused the addiction, caused the whatever the issue is, and mm-hmm. find this. So you can be happy, but subconsciously and consciously.
0: Right, right. And this is the, the, the work is having a coach or, or a hypnotherapist to help someone go through that process and really explore their inner resources the resources is already there
1: mm-hmm. but
0: a lot of people most of us forget about them you know what we like to do is compartmentalize um, I was confident 10 years ago when I was doing something Mm -hmm. But then they're doing something now, 10 years later, they feel like I don't have the confidence to do so. Mm -hmm. But what the coach can do is guide them and tap into your resources 10 years ago. There's that confidence. Now we're going to grab that confidence and then tie it into what you're doing now because it's already happening. You know, it's generated from that person, it's already in there.
1: Right. We all are born with self confidence, we are all born with the Will power to move forward, to thrive, to grow, and to learn. We are okay. all born with that. We lose that through adolescence and adulthood mm-hmm. because of why, what we see, what we hear, and what we we're taught at a very early age.
0: Right, right, yeah, and and so through the process of helping someone do that, it it is a process because it depends. You know, it's, it's like peeling a. Um, onion right there's all these layers right so we're going through the layers and what's really interesting is your subconscious mind even sometimes when you want to work on a specific problem or a challenge what happens is the subconscious mind may take you to resolve another issue that you may not think that's connected but it is Mm -hmm. because it's still the individual's challenge you know that's what's so interesting working with the subconscious mind. Where... Right.
1: How many times have you looked at a patient and they have an addiction to one thing, but it goes deeper to a trauma or something that, hey, I don't think I'm beautiful. Right. It's not something they correlate consciously. They yeah. have an addiction because they don't have self love. Right. That, that's the core issue.
0: Yeah. Yeah and that's what when they discover that's like how did that even you know where did that come from that's the first dis- discovery it's like whoa the aha moment mm-hmm. and once they get the aha moment then there's a lot more to discover well, that's the beauty of the the work you know it's it's so subtle i mean the change is so subtle is that some people even some of my clients like i wonder if it's the hypnosis that we're doing that is creating this change because it's so natural and so um, subtle that, you know, I, and I tell some of my clients it's, well, we're not taking, you know, aspirin for a headache, that's an instant relief. This is a process of permanent change. That's why it takes a little longer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However- you're not
1: see, Yeah, you're not gonna see overnight results. It right. may take six to eight weeks to start seeing mm-hmm. a result. Mm-hmm. And you won't see a full result for five years. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, everybody is different. So right. with you know with my sessions, customized to the person. So mm-hmm. if I have five clients that comes to see me with panic attack, I will work with them individually differently because everyone does it differently.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, the word panic attack, we all know what that means. But as the individual, as they're going through it, they all do it very differently. Mm-hmm. So, my sessions are customized to the client, uh, how they do things, because their limiting beliefs may be different than the other person.
1: Right. You know, you there could... may be
0: common ones and there'll be different ones, mm-hmm. you know. So, as I work with them going through the process, it's helping them discover more of the deeper limiting beliefs that they have not tapped into they didn't even know that it was that existed you know there's a lot of conscious knowing and the the biggest knowing is really the unconscious knowing so in my coaching session I promote I teach my clients that it's okay not to know because you know if you already know then you wouldn't be sitting in front of me in the session so if you don't know, that's where we start to explore.
1: Right. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. That's right. why you go to a coach to figure out what you don't know. Right. Obviously, you have an issue, you have a problem, and the problems can be fixed or solved or however you want to word it, because every individual a difference with how mm. they verbiage. But at the same time, every problem has a solution. You right. just have to go to the right person to help find that solution. It's not, when you go to the mind, when you go to a issue that you're having with your emotional and mental health, it's not a quick fix.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, and that sometimes you have to, I have to um, explain that to, to potential clients because, you know, the stigma of hypnosis oh it's a quick fix you know come kind of hypnotize me and just tell me what to do and not everything will be good. everything will be good you mm-hmm. know and that's not really the case because it's not we don't have any magic and hypnotherapists don't have any magic you know I mean we're not oh, God, you mean that's I all made
1: up in Hollywood
0: <laughs> I know <laughs> darn because <laughs> I I was saying to my to potential clients, even students, I, I said, uh, if I had that power, I mm-hmm. would be hanging out at the bank, sure. hanging out with the friends there, because I wouldn't be working. What would I be, do- you know, yeah. it, it's, it's that I don't have that power. I mean, it's the person sitting in front of me in the session, they are the one that have the power. They're, they are the authority of themselves. I'm not the authority of anyone. I'm the, I'm the authority to me. Mm-hmm. so when people are not familiar with hypnosis but they're curious and then there's a little bit of nervousness it's like oh what you know it's it's a little mysterious because of what they see you know in Hollywood and stuff mm-hmm. and on the stage shows but it's really helping them understand that this is you're in a very deep relaxation we hypnotize ourselves every night so the the moment where you're feeling really groggy you couldn't really keep your eyes open then you fall asleep Mm -hmm. that that moment right there that's hypnosis so we're utilizing that state in the session so you're in a very relaxed state. your unconscious mind your subconscious mind is fully alert Mm -hmm. and your conscious mind is sleeping your unconscious mind is awake and that's the moment that we utilize to tap into the deeper self for permanent change
1: and you have to put in the work you actually have to go through the steps and you have to follow through correct you know yeah. evelyn here can't do it for you she can mm-hmm. teach you and she can get you to that state but it's up to the individual to follow through and put the right
0: Right. Because this is not a, a, a lifetime therapy, uh, you know, as opposed to some of the licensed therapy sessions. This is a short term therapy, depending on how long the person needs it for that change. Mm-hmm. And I would say that the, the the work itself, it's not the session, the work itself is between the sessions. Mm-hmm. It's what my client is doing, the homework that I give them, the tasks that I give them, one of the major tasks that I give them is um, listening to the hypnosis audio. So I record the hypnosis part of the session, the last part of the session, and I have them listen to the audio daily between our sessions for reinforcement. See, so,
1: that's the same thing, even with the licensed psychologist with CBT, CBT, uh huh. Mm-hmm. you have to do the homework. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. don't do the homework, the sessions are basically pointless.
0: Right, right. Yeah, that's what we call this is work in process, progress, right? Mm-hmm. You have right. to trust the process if you put in, if you're putting the work, I mean, you just said anything that you do, if you're not putting in the time to do it, it's not going to be done. And you're not going to see the the result.
1: Right. I yeah. mean, I, as a business owner, if I don't work my business, I don't see results in my business. It's the same thing with the mind. If you don't put in the work to change your behavior, your process or whatever you're doing, whatever the negative is, you're not going to see the positive outcome that Mm -hmm. you're expecting.
0: Right, right. And that's, you know, that's what it's called the work. I mean, sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's not it's a little uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. However, um, I'm able to help someone to step out of their comfort zone as comfortable as possible, you know, to create that change.
1: But we are almost out of time. So where can our listeners and our viewers find you?
0: My website is EvelynTWang.com. That's my website and my phone number. You can reach me at 818-305 five, three,
1: two, eight. Thank you so much. And we hope our listeners and our viewers reach out to you because this is a solution to so many problems.
0: Yes, it is. And also I have some free meditation audios too on the website. So if your listener would want to experiment with the free audios, they are more than welcome to visit my site and download it.
1: I love free I love free.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so go on the side and get it.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for being. Thank you. Today.
0: Thank you for your time
1: and for our viewers and our listeners. Happy healing.